You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. So, Curtis, I'm uh, actually recording this time. That's pretty exciting. Hey. <laughs> we can hear you now because I uh, yeah. pressed the right buttons. It's <laughs> exciting. Oh, man. Well, I, I mean, you're just you're playing with your new toys. There's bound to be some sort of growth that exactly. needs to happen. You'll, yeah. you'll never do that again you know, no, because well, you've learned. True. It's an imp- important lesson. I'd like to say I'd never do it again, but I'm a bit of a fucking maniac under pressure. Uh, but we'll see how we go. But yeah, thank you to Rode Microphones. Got my new desk up and running finally. It's all uh, sounding pretty good, and I'm feeling pretty positive about it, except for pressing the wrong button. In, hi- in hindsight, no. Actually, you know what? It's imprinted in my brain. I'm not going to change that setting for future reference. I'm just going to accept that's the way it is now and move on with my life. That's fair. No, like Here's the thing. We got to listen to our theme song twice. That pumps me up. It, it is exactly two in the morning. I am fucking wired because I just listened to that fucking theme song again, and I'm excited. He's now I'm double ready to pumped. Talk about best of the fucking super juniors, exactly. buddy. If you thought he could get oh. pumped once over, imagine double the pumped. That's what's happened. And pulling back the, the curtain pump. because of uh, changes in my old desk and things updating, Curtis hasn't been able to hear the Okada Shorts theme song live when we've been recording. So this is the first time he's heard it in a while. And he's fucking, mm-hmm. I can see the mad, crazy look in his eyes. He's looking intense yeah. about it. And nothing gets him more pumped than Best of the Super Juniors 30. It's looking good. We've had some amazing nights. Let's just get the fuck into it. Now, Curtis, where are you up to? Have you seen both nights? Or I have not seen both nights. I went to watch night two mm-hmm. to this evening mm-hmm. um, while I was just chilling at home with my wife um, mm-hmm. and and unfortunately because of that uh or or because i went to watch it late i didn't watch it during the day uh i was recording another episode of throwing dice podcast what up grant and what up um yeah my fucking amazon fire stick decided that it didn't want to show me uh new japan world today what an absolute motherfuck that is also though now i'm thinking about it and my senses are a little bit about myself why, when I was messaging you at 5 a.m. my time going, I'm trying to get through this night too, man. I'm going to get it. I might need a half hour sleep before we start. Did you not just go, I ain't seen it. Don't worry about it. Because fuck you. <laughs> exactly. Fuck me. That only just got, you knew I was dying. <laughs> Why did you not put me out of my misery? I could have gone to sleep. I was asleep. I was asleep. I was asleep. I'm sorry. 
This no, motherfucker like, I, 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 curtain. People seen behind the curtain now, the realities of podcasting with someone from the other side of the world. I went to a 40th last night. This dude knows I finish at midnight. I cycle home. I watch half of Best of the Super Juniors night too because I don't want to be behind him. I then get up at 5 a.m. on like two hours sleep and I'm like trying to finish it. I'm like, I'm getting through one. Oh, yo, man. Maybe we can just start a little bit later so I can fucking have a half hour nap. And he just goes, yeah, that's cool. Doesn't go stop right now. Sleep immediately. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. So, so what happened was I, I have had maybe six hours sleep in the last like sounds lovely. Forever. Oh, forever. okay, in so forever. Because like, like I woke up Friday Friday morning at like eleven mm-hmm. in the afternoon, and uh-huh. it is now uh, Sunday morning my time at two a.m. I've had about five and a half hours of sleep. Mm. Okay. So I, I mean, like that's the that's the reality for someone who works a night shift, right? Yeah, that is the reality. Ah, well. You you said you said that you were gonna try and watch in the morning, mm-hmm. while I was recording throwing dice. Mm-hmm. By the time I'd finished throwing dice, you were asleep. That is so true. I was like, okay, okay, no problem. I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna watch it. I couldn't watch it, and I was like, well, fuck it, I'm gonna go to sleep. So <laughs> that so when I woke yeah when I woke in up your midnight, mind you thought I had already seen it. When you, yeah. yeah, okay, all right. When I'll give I, you the pass because I, I was gonna go. I, I'd be expecting that this motherfucker is gonna wake up to watch it, so I need to text him and let him know that it is a lost, lost cause. <laughs> well, when I when I woke up at midnight and you said uh, I need another hour of sleep, my my immediate thought was, oh, so do I, and I went right back. Yeah, to you fine. you you weren't tweaking the part where I'm like I'm fucking halfway through fucking bushy and something. <laughs> Like, I'm trying. I apologize, man. I I do plan. I do plan to watch both uh, night two and night three. If my fucking Amazon Fire Stick doesn't want to get thrown in the fucking Thames, I'll be watching night two and three today. Yeah, I can. Um, I could actually see here where I, I was like up to bougie and desperate. I'm absolutely exhausted, though. Maybe we can push half an hour so I can like rest. And your message is not well spelled. Like your reply, it's like, yeah, we can push it like there isn't even the whole word there. And then I didn't hear from you for like another hour. (laughs) It's okay. Welcome to the Okada Shorts podcast, the king of of shorts. It's Curse and I just fight it out over the fucking internet, you motherfucker. Anyway. The International Wrestling Grand Prix. I am your good friend, Curtis Pierce. That's your bad friend, Rafe Houston. So that may actually be reversed right now, because as you see, Curtis is the bad friend and I am the good friend. <laughs> but how welcome, many times we recorded, how many times we recorded this podcast where I'm like, did you watch that? And you're like, no, tell me about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's the story. But that's not what we're going to do. I think, uh, I mean, I could do that, but I think we just, let's just focus on night one. Let's just focus on night one. It was the start of it. And to be honest, there was parts of this where I was not in focus anyway, because I was so exhausted and I was really counting on you to carry it. So since you're not going to be doing that, let's not even talk about it. Let's just talk about (laughs) night one, because I did really enjoy that. And I think you did too. And I think people will enjoy us talking about stuff we can actually remember. Absolutely. I'm I'm down. I'm down. Let's just talk about. Um, night one, the opening, and this was free for everyone. It's on new Japan world. You can go back and watch it. If you are listening to this show and you don't subscribe to new Japan world, what you doing? Question mark. My mom, maybe mom, you go watch this. Um, she's had a lot. My mom likes to listen to our show. She's like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about, but I like to hear your voice. Why don't you just, uh, give her your login? 
get it on there for free. What I up, mean, Curtis's mum? Have a listen. Yeah. Have Come a watch on. and go, why are you guys talking about these rip dudes hugging each other all the time? Well, because it's awesome. Get in there. Because it's rad. Yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. Please watch it. Exactly. Do it. Uh, so the the best of the Super Juniors 30 kicked off, and we we did our, pre- not predictions, we did our best case scenario, worst case scenario last, uh, last time you heard us. Uh-huh. I think that was, uh, I mean, you went for the fences on that one. Which was was pretty wild, but I like it. It's probably a mistake, but that's fine. It's not not the point hey, of best hey, case, worst cases. Not yeah, not what you think's going to happen. It's what you want to see happen, right? Exactly. So they open up with the Jet Kevin Knight versus Clarku. No longer the Wild Rhino. No sir. No more no, of no. these. No, no, which I, I think is a missed opportunity. Maybe saving it for a face thing, but I feel like a couple of these could be done with two sweets and that would still work. Maybe. But, yeah, 100 <laughs> proof Clark Connors, mm-hmm. um, and he wins after nine minutes and 20 seconds with the no chaser. Straight no chaser, 100 proof Clark Connors. Um, I fucking love this match. Mm. I, it was, I thought this was a perfect it, way to kick off the BSJ, BOSJ 30. Absolutely. And it was echoes of Finley and Tama as well. Like that new Savage era bullet club, no bullshit, here to hurt people kind of thing. I really liked it. How about Clark, you're coming out with Ghetto, eh? Like that's yeah, got to be a thing. That is a thing. And Ghetto being it. like, show me, show me the no chaser. He wanted it. I love it because the the ghetto only comes out with stars, right? He only comes out with Okada. He only comes out with Jay White. And now he's coming out with Finley and Clark. Like maybe there's some sort of, uh, he's the Clark's the right hand man for David Finley. Yeah. You know, it it feels like what did you think of the no chaser? Because uh, after all the yelling from, uh, ghetto and everything like that. I was like, what is this fucking new finisher going to be? Is it going to be mental? And it kind of wasn't really mental. It was just sort of like a brain buster type thing, right? Yeah, it, elevated it, elevated DDT. Yeah. Like, like a, it was just kind of like over like real fast. And I was like, oh, I wanted something a little bit more flashy, I thought. Yeah, I think the spear is probably too um, – it's it's too much of, like, a big fan move. Like, fans like to see the spear. I've never been a spear guy myself, but, like – I mean, which is funny uh, considering my last name. But, um, yeah, no, I, I – when you're when you're gearing up for the spear and the fans are chanting and stuff like that, like I can see why they wanted to. Also, that. I think it's probably pretty clear that Yoda Suji gonna be using that in like a big way, and so they were probably like, "Sorry, Clarku, we're giving you a lot right now, but you're gonna have to cut that bad boy." Yeah, that's mm. a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, he probably just Clark had to Connors. like. They're like, "It's called the No Chaser, and you need to invent it." Now <laughs> he's like, uh. no. <laughs> fuck, I figure don't know. it out. He's it's like, I'll change elevated it later. DDD, maybe elevated suplex, drop, drop suplex. I don't know. Either way, fucking yeah, whatever. Um, it was fine. It was fine. It was. It looked impactful. It's all about the intention, and it was like Kevin Knight. Kevin Knight's so fucking great. He is. Give Kevin Knight every fucking belt. I love that guy. He, he carries it well. He carries that like junior tag championship, like it's the fucking. I love it. I love. He comes out. He's got his glasses on. 
He's got his belt on upside down so that when he looks down at his waist, he sees the belt. Oh, does he? I didn't I, even notice that. I fucking loved it. I loved it. He looks down and he like looks at the belt. I was like, this is fucking great. Oh, so um, it, was he like making note of that? Like I've done this on purpose kind of thing? I think so. Mm-hmm. I think so. He did tweet something about like, sorry, I put my belt on when I had my glasses on already <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> um I, I, I loved it. I, I thought I thought he did it on purpose, and I thought yeah. that's exactly he, what it was He should for, have just but, played it like he is. He's like, it's my title. I want to see it every time I walk out the thing. That's what he should have been saying. Yeah. It reminds me, so my wife's a tattoo artist. I don't know if everybody knows that, but, like, she always makes fun of people coming in. No, no one specifically. She doesn't mention any names, but people who come in and want their tattoo, like, upside down. You know, yeah. like, I want, this, I want this cross upside down so that I can see it. Yeah. And it's like, oh satan you know like <laughs> yeah. your 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 tattoo is upside down yeah like how's your arm gonna look all the time like 99 percent of the time you're gonna be hanging your arm down the cross that you've got yeah. on your wrist is gonna be upside down all the jesus is flowing straight out it's just pouring onto the ground it's gonna pour all over everywhere yeah you know exactly. just um, like lose so wants it <laughs> feels was that in with uh Oh fuck! What was the name? The Omen, the song from The Omen. I fucking love that song. Uh, every time. Anyway, just like that. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the, the desk. New desk does new things. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> listen to drop your shorts this week to hear me uh, go through all the stupid voices that my new desk can do. <laughs> so, Clarku beats Kevin Knight okay. within. Beats that ass. Within an inch of his Beats life. him down. Like chair, like six, seven chair shots afterwards. He was um, the right guy no too because obviously they trained together and shit like that. So he was making a statement that he was well and yeah. truly severed from LA Dojo and that entire squad. It's true. We didn't talk about the video, the uh, the 100 Proof Clark O'Connor's video. Yeah. Have people watched that? People should go watch that. Check out his Twitter. It was like dark, right? It was like quiet. Yeah sort of creepy and unsettling and it's got uh it's got Clarku coming out of his house and he's sort of like uh it's like really quiet and it constantly has him like sort of thinking about humiliating shit that's happened to him you know in his entire career you know thinking about mm-hmm. fucking being that short-haired guy doing millions of drills as Shibata just fucking whistles at him and shit like that and then thinking about the dumb shit with Taguchi and he's just more and more pissed off and he chucks his bag in his car and he gets in gets in it and drives out to the fucking the middle of the desert and it's like really quiet and unsettling and he's like building a fire and he's like thinking about all these things that have gone and he's like chopping wood and it's sort of ominous like he's fucking murdering somebody or something and then he's like throwing, I guess, mementos into the fire, you know, like he's – fucking red jocks and he's fucking his rhino necklace and like a bunch of shit and just like burning it all and then he's like you know drinking the whole time and then he like puts the bottle down or whatever and it's like says 100 proof and his vest has changed it said bullet club but he's torn it off or whatever and it says 100 proof clark connors it's pretty cool yeah i I got me really fucking amped yeah got me really amped to watch clark this new savage angry clark makes me very happy I love this. Yeah, I think it's cool. I think it's absolutely cool. And yeah, he he was the right dude to to go as well. And you um, 
Haven't uh, seen the second night, but I will say that he's just as aggressive the second night as well. Oh, was that the baby? It's oh, it's dog time. It's dog time wee, on. Wee, uh, wee, wee, wee. It's just having a little cry. What's the matter? Dog time on the Okada Shorts program. We're going to talk to Mochi here. Poor Mochi is becoming a, a, a young woman. Yeah, she, she's going through it right now, so she's quite sad. Poor thing. Oh, well, keep talking. She needs it's love. Fine. She, will, okay. she has love. She's more than she can handle. <laughs> She'll be okay. <laughs> Trust me. So we've got Clark Connors beating down one half of the junior tag team champions. And afterwards... Kushida was chasing Clark and uh, Ghetto around with a chair. Kushida was fucking lit. Mm -hmm. So here we go. Kevin Knight and Kushida versus Clark Connors and Taiji Shimori, maybe? For the junior titles? What about a new recruit? Ooh. As we said. Give it to me. uh, Well, we said on the last one that uh, in the American shows, old mates – David Finlay, Finlay and, and Clark Connors were watching Gabe Kidd's match. So what if they brought in Gabe Kidd as a tag partner? I mean, he's not technically – I mean, he's pretty big. I don't know if they'd count him as a junior. I don't though. know if he'd be a junior. Yeah, yeah. I know. I guess Taiji Shimori. I just don't really want it because I don't care about him. But, like, yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, what if they What if they show off, you know, new savage Taiji Shimori? Well, then maybe I'm interested. (laughs) We will see. But, but yeah, it it seems pretty clear that um, our boys, um, the – what are they called? The jet streamers? Is that what it is? Intergalactic jet streamers? Jet setters. Jet setters um, are going to be, like, racking up challenges in this. I definitely think so, yeah. Uh, Kevin Knight, like, as amazing and talented as he is, um, yeah, he is still – very early in his career so he's probably going to catch a couple l's and that's going to set up some really cool um some really cool challenges along the way and i'm really excited to see what they got so yeah i'm I'm looking at clark clark you and maybe taiji ishimori the 100 proof soldiers yeah or something yeah i don't know surely They'll, put, they'll, they'll figure it out they'll workshop it they'll, they'll come up with some sort of new japan name for it the boo soldiers boo soldiers <laughs> It's I terrible. love it. Um, it's speaking speaking of the next match was Bone Soldier Taiji Ishimori beating super serious, very very serious Ryusuke Taguchi. I love in this. Three minutes and fifty four seconds. Fucking no, loved it. No ass nanigans. No. no pulling down his fucking trunks and showing everyone his bum cheeks. Mm-hmm. Serious. Just wrestled. And you know what? The crowd loved it. It was like a well, a this is the first best of the Super Juniors, you know, with crowds in quite some time. But then also, it just shows how much like the fans love Taguchi, you know, because like you know he's ridiculous and stuff, and they have a laugh on that. And the moment he showed any fire, they were just fucking about it. You know, he comes in the ring, and you know he's sort of an awkward looking dude. And then the moment he just drop kicks him in the face. The place exploded. And then he went hard. He kicked the fuck out of Bone Soldier for like the entire thing. And then Bone Soldier just manages to tap him out. And he's got a look on his face like, what the fuck just happened? Like, he's like, how did I survive this? And who the fuck is this guy? Like, he just looks so scared. Like, I can't believe I managed to 
survive this fucking ass whooping that just happened to me. I thought I was in for a jokey, stupid time, and I just copped it. Yeah, and it was only three minutes and 54 seconds. So, yeah. like, even if you're, I mean, you're not super about Rusuke Taguchi, you're not super about Taiji Shimori, and four minutes, there you go. <laughs> like, And it okay, was great. Cool. Yeah, you, it was, you got it was up, really you, good. you took a leak, and you came back, and it was over. Yeah, I think um, if he continues on this uh, this trend, I think we'll see some upsets from Taguchi as he picks up steam like throughout this this contest and I think the crowd would really be about it because him is a dark horse in this. Well it's only it's only ever like fucking one time a year that he really goes full tilt. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So, exactly. Yeah. Let him let's, let him go fucking let's crazy. It. Let's go. This might be this might be one of his last ones. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know he's eighteen straight, twenty total. Mm. Like dude's been wrestling a while he, and um he doesn't he doesn't go full tilt boogie like we said he doesn't do it you know all the time so he's extended his career that way but maybe he's transitioning into more of a dad status role you know he, he's training uh the young ones and things like that showing them the way of the bum style and um yeah i i, I maybe he's he's doing this specifically to stand out on one of his uh last bosjs yeah i felt like Physically as well, like, I don't know, like maybe like upper body, like shoulders and stuff. He was looking like a bit more put together than he normally is. So maybe he's been training for this, you know. Maybe he's been planning like this one might be my last one or probably will be my last one. So I'm going to make sure I put in a, a performance, you know. Yeah, I hope I hope he does, um, you know, like really puts in a, a really good showing of it. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, I'm looking, I'm looking at him right now and like, some pictures from the event and yeah, there's, there's a real nice picture of him right here. He doesn't look like out of shape or anything like that. He looks, he still looks dad status, but like he's got like some toned upper body. He's, he's looking like he doesn't have his gut. Yeah. He's like, like normal. shoulder and th- yeah. You know how he normally like they do the con quasar or whatever it's called. And he's always like sticking out his gut and being stupid and stuff. He wasn't really looking like that at all. And his like shoulders and neck and stuff like that were looking a bit more defined. So maybe he was like training for it. And he's he's like got a nice haircut and stuff like that. He doesn't really look like your your math teacher right now. Like yeah. he looks like fiery. I dig it. Yeah. He's killing right it. On. And he he I obviously have seen the second night as we documented at the start of the show, but he shows just as much as fire. <laughs> much just as much fire in the next one. <laughs> right on. Well, let's go into the third match of the Super Juniors. Third match of the Super Juniors. Third uh, match. Bushi losing to my motherfucker, Drilla, Dan Maloney, with the Drilla Killer. Uh, like, I don't think that he did super enough to stand out a lot in this match. He showed off his power a bit. He showed off the fucking shotgun chops uh, that he can throw. But I don't think he was really showing the power as much in here as he... Like, I don't know if Bushi was like, yeah, dude... You know, throw me around the ring. Bushi was like, "Don't worry about it, dog. I'm, <laughs> we're just gonna have a match." He's like, <laughs> "I don't know if you know this, but I'm a millionaire, and I don't terribly care about this. So let's just get this out. And I need to go home." <laughs> and Drill yeah. like, "Great." Um, Drill like, um. "I think as well. He's he's obviously like finding his way 
in this new character and new stable and all those things as well. Because there's a few times he was like, you know, throwing up the United Empire crown and stuff like that. But I I found myself going, he needs to commit to that a little bit more. He'd like kind of just like do it and then on to the next thing. Like I personally think there's nothing wrong with like taking the time to like really mean it. You know, think like Mark Davis when he's like, and like slowly like holds up the crown and his tongue's out like when he's trying to pin somebody and things like that, you know, and like means it like and he just, you know, drill a bit like, yeah, and then like on to the next thing. And so I think he's probably just finding that. I will say that he came into that press conference looking like the toughest guy from Greece and I appreciated that. Yeah. Like. I was like, he's parked grease lightning out the front and just rolled straight into this thing. I came out in his fucking tank top and like his hair slicked back. Can Nikki be looking at him like, yo, we don't, we don't need any trouble with this guy, man. (laughs) That sort of thing. Dude. Yeah. He's got his fucking tattoos and shit. And he's just like, I'm fucking ready, son. Let's fucking go. We could either wrestle right now or I could beat you at Thunder Road and I could beat you at a drag race. Like <laughs> he looked like a he looked like a spider Rico. You know, like he's like <laughs> I loved it. I was Philly like boxer. Um I fucking loved it. it. It just came up on Amy's phone. We we're looking through it the other day, and it came up with the you know, anniversary of Clarko last year where it's like, do would you rather slay every day or would you rather slay so hard that slaying loses all meaning and it's him like in the white you know and i was like this year that was maloney <laughs> he was, was, he was like, yeah he was slaying maloney, maloney got up yeah. fucking gtl like fucking jersey shore gym tan laundry yeah went direct cabs are here and he's just fucking straight into the press conference there was a funny uh there was a funny photo of our our boy bob as well um I don't know why it had this filter on it. I think he shared it, but you know, he he had a cool suit on. He had this like kind of okay, much. Uh, he had this like brown sort of checkered sort of suit. He was looking real cool, but whatever filter they had used on it, he's at the podium talking, and it's just like a photo. And with that backdrop behind it and the filter that was on it, it looked like he was hosting some kind of old timey game show. I was like, why have they put this? <laughs> This kind of like sepia filter on this because it looks like it's like come on down like starring Robbie Eagles. I don't know why why they oh. did that. Oh, it's Robbie Eagles hosting bowling for bandanas. That's kind of, <laughs> kind of what it looked like. I was like, he fucking looks great, but this filter makes it look like it's fucking old timey. I don't know what's going on. I love that, dude. Like the price is wrong, bitch. I, I only watched a little bit of the uh, of the press conference. I don't normally I, I I do a little bit of Joan Rivers on the on the like the outfits and stuff like that. But I love that. I don't watch a lot of the uh, the interviews and things like that. The the press conferences. What I do love is watching the reactions of the other wrestlers when people get up and start cutting uh, cutting yeah. promos. Yeah, that is fun. That's very fun. Yeah, on, on this one, like uh, for A Block, you could just see Mike Bailey smiling his head off behind everybody just like this is fucking great that i'm here like just so stoked yay i love speedball that guy he's just he's just every like canon films like good guy um like like fucking american ninja starring mike bailey (laughs) um um uh 
who was it? Chris Charnam was saying about what he said at the press conference, and I, I, it wasn't exact wording that Mike Bailey used, but it was funny. He was just like the sum of it is like, I'm so grateful to be here. This is great. Everybody here is so awesome, and I for one can't wait to kill every single one of these people one by one until I win it. It's going to be awesome. Like is basically what he. <laughs> not the actual oh, yes. words he used. Like, you know, he was much more pleasant, but essentially the message was like, just I'm going to have a great time destroying you all one by one. This is going to be just a beautiful smile the whole way. Yeah, yeah. Flowing hair. Like, hi, guys. I can't wait to kick your face into the third row. Yeah, that's what it is. And he comes out and he wears that mouth guard that also looks like teeth. Amy saw him for the first yes. time. She's like, who is this fucking menace? What are those teeth? And I'm like, I think it's a mouth guard. Just like, I'm not convinced. Like, <laughs> But yeah, he he He's was really good. Pearlies, bro. What's that? Yeah, he does have a, he does have a set of pearlies. Um, I think his upside in New Japan is probably pretty huge. I didn't realize he spoke Japanese as well. Like, dude, he came out and cut his fucking winning. Pro- well, we'll talk about it in a second. He cut that promo in four different languages. Yeah. Unbelievable. That's fucking fantastic. Yeah. Dude, he's, like, a, he's a he's a wonder. Yeah, it's he's an absolute wonder. It's amazing. Um, and I, I do like the Kevin Kelly on commentary has sort of been touching on the idea that maybe he's not everything he seems as well. Like when he, um, yeah. him and Hiromu were getting counted out and, and Speedball like went back in. He's like, why didn't he push Hiromu back in? Doesn't he want to win this that way? And he's like, oh, he was probably just trying to get in. He's like, I don't know, it seems a bit ingenuous to me, like <laughs> disingenuous yeah. to me. No, yes. yeah, like that's the thing is like it's it's got an air of like – one of those one of those bad guys from like a a, a movie where you are pre- like a Mysterio from Spider Man or so or friendly a Homelander yeah yeah Homelander from the boys yeah where yeah. he's just like he's like hi everyone I'm a hero get the fuck away from me before I murder you yeah yeah exactly like, I'm, I'm and, and you're like which is, which is he uh, and so yeah that that's pretty dope I'm down <laughs> I'm down um, I love it. I, I, I'm very sad that Veda Scott didn't come with him. I would have liked to have Veda on commentary for, um, for Mike Bailey matches. That would have been rad. I'm, I'm a big Veda Scott Mark. So yeah, she's good on comms. Um, and she's great. I've got, I've got a Veda Scott like t-shirt that I bought fucking back in like 2010 mm-hmm. and like buried in my closet somewhere. I fucking love her dude. Yeah. That's good. That's cool. They're um they're a good act when they're together. They were both on the last expect the unexpected show that the struggles put on, and she was on comms and and he wrestled. Um and yeah, really good. I haven't seen heaps of Mike Bailey, but I got to say that match with Hiromu, uh, and then the next match as well. Um, he was really good. We'll, in. we'll get to that. So I'm interested. We'll we, we're it. not going to talk about that, but but the what I've seen from him, I've quite liked, despite the lack of shoes. Despite the lack of shoes, yeah. Hey, I, his, his, the the Venn diagram of shoes to good match. They don't talk. No. They, they don't touch at all. No. There's no crossover. No. They well. Okay. I, I feel like they're very entwined. Actually, I feel like like the amount of shoe to amount of good matches needs to be very close because <laughs> for me because if there isn't any, it's yeah. hard for me to to be involved. But how does he? How would he get the 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 crisp crack? Of a kick if he doesn't. This you know. is true. This is true. I understand all the reasons why he doesn't. I'm just saying it freaks me out. That's all I'm saying. Okay. Yeah. I I always wonder like if he's gonna like when he does a backflip or something and he lands like in a superhero position. Yeah. In a superhero landing. Yeah. I try to go the like, wrong way. I would. 
I would smack a toe like real bad and just break the whole thing. It just comes right off. It just comes straight off. Yeah, exactly. Okay, next match Kushida versus Doki. Doki wins after eight minutes and 32 seconds with the Jorge Rivera special. Yes, bro. Yeah. Doki, Doki, Doki's getting it. He's getting it. Get it, Doki. Get it. So now we've got Doki and, uh, or Doki getting a win over Kushida. So could we see Doki Uncle Nobu versus the Jet Setters for the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Belt? We well could, and this is what we're talking about. These are the these are the challenges that are going to start to rack up, not only for for Jet Setters, but also for Romu as well. Like any loss he takes, obviously he's he's uh, listing challenges up as well. Dude, I'm so like. How 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 are we sitting here in the year of our Lord, 2023? The year of our Lord Jesus Christ, J-Town. What up, J-Town? Stay prayed up. Uh, and, <laughs> and we're sitting here talking about how many great challenges they already have lined up for the IWGP know, junior, heavyweight, sick, junior right? heavyweight tag team belts. Yeah. That's fucking wild, They're buddy. doing it right. They're doing it right. I love it. Yeah. The New Japan, the tag team company. Yeah. You. <laughs> and it, it's cool as well because you put it on, uh, you flip it to like the new team. So everybody was like, oh, I thought United Empire would, you know, have a real long reign, blah, blah. And they, they had had a real long reign. They did. But by flipping it to these guys for this tournament, it can rack up a ton of challenges, including United Empire themselves, you know, and – and really get things cooking with those belts. Whereas maybe, and especially with somebody like Kevin Knight, that probably isn't going to rack up a heap of wins. Whereas if you put it, like you keep it on TJP and on Akira, they're probably going to be a bit more protected in the tournament, you know? So it's, mm-hmm. yeah, exactly right. I, I think it was a good move. And and like seeing the, you know, the pride of having the belt with fucking, you know, Kevin Knight and also gives Kushida that credibility that people expect. I, I think it was a fun move. Yeah, what did you what did you think of this match? Like, as far as uh, I know, you're you're kind of iffy on Kushida, but you like Doki. Like, did you did you see anything special from Kushida here? Did you see any any flashes of that brilliance that we're always talking about? Look, I I always I always see it physically. I just don't really connect to him heaps. You know what I mean? Like, as a character or somebody that I'm in invested in anyway. I do like his gear. I like the Mattel hoverboard shit. Like on his. Thing. But that said, he has also been this character for as long as I've seen him, uh, which is quite a while. I've been watching New Japan now, and he's always sort of been the same. So I, I, I'd like to see some growth from him. That said, though, I think we're going to start to see that in this tournament because you did see some kind of cuntiness from him in this match. You know he what was, I mean? He was playing heel against Doki. He was. Yeah. He was playing heel against Doki. And... Um, and he's a bit of a prick in his next one as well. You know what I mean? So there's there's this element of like, okay, there's a little bit of grit on him, but Kevin Knight is this, you know, baby face as baby face gets. So I wonder how that develops as well, like their relationship, because he's like, oh, Kushida-san, you know, he's helping me, we're doing all this. But maybe, maybe Kevin doesn't like the way that, Kushida starts to act in their matches and things like that. So, you know, you can create turmoil and, and lead to something there as well. So, yeah, I think it's good. I'm interested to see where it goes. I'll say that. 
Yeah, I can, I can see it. And I wonder if maybe it would benefit Kevin Knight to get a little bit of edge, you know, uh, or if it would, if it would lead to a, a split down the road. I mean, like that's, yeah. that's kind of always where, you oh, know, the, the most idea tag teams late. <laughs> yeah. But it's a proven, it's a proven thing that works. You know what I mean? Like it, that's why those sort of tag teams are formed impromptuly and stuff to inevitably probably lead to the breakup, which leads to, you know, that drama. That's wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I it's mean, a, no tag team is going to stay together forever, except for maybe FTR, you know, like, yeah, yeah exactly. It's just going to be a more thing. established dudes, you know, but those ones are usually created in order to be a vehicle for that. And, you know, maybe Kevin Knight doesn't approve of that, like Edge, and he can sort of develop his own grit through, you know, essentially being hurt by betrayal and stuff like that, you know, not so much like I'm now going to be a bad boy or whatever, more like I've seen some shit now. <laughs> now I'm, a, you know, a bit harder about stuff. Uh, next match was Master Watto and Francesco Akira. Seven minutes and 20 seconds, Master Watto wins with the Recentemente, Recentemente dos. I still love this finisher. That fucking super cool finisher thing that he does, that finisher yeah. slam. Or something. Or something. Yeah. Uh, I love that move. That move is sick. That's it's the so best thing cool. about Wato is that move. Yeah. So fucking cool. <laughs> fucking Wrestle Kingdom when he was just nailing everybody with it was my absolute favorite moment yeah, from Wato's history. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They oh, still so do him. This was a great. So dirty with all these pictures though, like when they bring up the graphics <sighs> and shit like that. They, the worst picture. Like you see him come out and he's wearing the, the suit and everything. You're like, okay, Wato's looking pretty cool. Then they show up the graphic and you're like, oh no, don't do it to him. <laughs> yep. Poor guy. I mean, like you could take any of these pictures of like from the match. Um, and he, like, he looks, he looks yoked. He's, you know, got his hair flying around. Like he's, he's a, he's a beautiful white meat baby face doing his fucking thing. Right. Mm -hmm. And then you see that picture of him every time. And it's like 30 <laughs> minutes time limit fucking master Watto versus Francesco. And he pops up looking like the fucking Gerber baby. <laughs> That's exactly what they do. It's so brutal, man. I can't fucking deal with it. Um, Francesco Akira was phenomenal in this match. Um, he and Watto were going super fast, and I think it was really cool to see that, like uh, Francesco Akira's high flying style versus Watto's like lucha libre inspired style. Um, I think Watto's just he's he's really starting to nail it. He's yeah. since the crowds have come back, he's he's feeling more like a complete package now he's getting there um it sucks that it's taken him you know two and a half years of you know wondering what to do it, you know i think when he's got a, a a crowd to work from he knows how to build a match better uh -huh. and when there's no crowd he feels lost like he was the dude that had the biggest connection harai kawato uh, the young lion like had a huge connection with the audience. And then he comes back and they're all fucking dead quiet. And he just didn't know what to fucking do. And the crowds in a, you know, in Mexico are fucking nuts. Right. So yeah. like he knew what to do there. Yeah. And I mean, he they brought him back, back in COVID, right? Like fucking, yeah. he was already like 
on an uphill battle in COVID and then they they slap him with this way of the Grandmaster shit and he's fucking got the worst gear you've ever seen and he's already nervous and it just like all falls to pieces, you know. But he, but he's getting there. He's getting there. Do you think we're going to uh, – yeah. do you think he's going to go deep in this tournament? Could you see him as a finalist? I could see him as a finalist, and we'll we'll talk about that in a second because the um, the semifinals are going to be uh, a little bit weird, and it could lead to some cool stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um. So next match was Leo Rush beating Show in four minutes and twenty seconds with the final hour after a whole bunch of fucking wild House of Torture bullshit, mm-hmm. and it got the crowd fucking going yeah he, he was fucking going high and you know it was sort of surprising that they took that way because in the press conference leo was playing real fucking bad boy like he was like everybody thinks this fucking shit's a joke look at this motherfucker right here look at it to gucci ha 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 he goes on one by one and he's just like i'm gonna kick the fuck out of this dude hiromo you're a fucking joke blah 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 and he's just like I'm just going to destroy everybody. And he's like so serious. And then they bring him into this and it it was almost heelish. Like everybody needs to watch out. And this, they put him in a big, give him that big face energy, but he's so good at that. Uh, And yeah, he just overcomes all the bullshit. I was a little bit disappointed in that. I was kind of hoping we would see what we're seeing from Taguchi from show a bit. Like, Hey, I'm, I'm fighting down the middle and we would start to see some, you know, shit from show he comes out with his goro jacket and i was like okay this could be some development he's gonna yeah, that be fucking was fucking yeah it's weird right but i was like he's gonna be fucking stretching dudes this is gonna be sick but obviously it was immediate bullshit <laughs> but at least he's got fucking evil backing him up and not the other jokers you know yeah that's true yeah. um i wonder if maybe as we go deeper into the tournament like you might see a couple of those because like he comes out and he says he's going to wrestle clean and stuff like that. And then, you know, of course, evil comes out and uh, beats the beats the holy shit out of Leo Rush beforehand and then shows like, now I'm going to wrestle clean. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> um, but also still maybe, has the wrench and everything as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, maybe somewhere in this tournament, like down the line, you will see show like have a clean match and people are going to be like, holy shit. Like, yeah, I forgot the show can fucking go. Or maybe there's the kind of thing where he's like, yo, evil been trying to help me every time and I just keep fucking losing. So maybe yeah. this ain't working and maybe I need to fuck him off and do something and there could be something there. I mean, that I think that's inevitably where show's story goes is that like I fucking joined these jokers because I was so desperate to win and do anything, but it's majorly backfiring. But when that will be, if that's in this tournament, you know, there's no way to know. And um, maybe all that's bullshit and we're just going to get more House of Torture. <laughs> well, I mean, we probably will. Probably for quite some time, to be fair. <laughs> okay, next match. Uh, Rabuto, Veracusta, La Jolla, Aguilar, uh, Robbie Eagles, my friend, your hero, Robbie Eagles, uh, beats Yo in 13 minutes and six seconds with Trigger... I fucking love this match. Uh, I thought Yo mm. was fantastic. He came out wearing some sort of weird mini skirt jorts thing. Yeah. Did you notice what I his was, jacket was made of? Wasn't it all denim? All denim pockets. You know how much he likes <laughs> oh, a fucking no. pocket. Oh, no. 
that's a rewind <laughs> all the way back to those people who've been listening to Okada's shorts since we fucking been talking about best of the super juniors he had that like snowboarding jacket with a hundred pockets on it and now he's made a denim jacket exclusively sewn together from pockets can i ask you a question did you notice how much his oh my god i'm looking at it you're fucking right (laughs) you're fucking right i am how much did his gear look like konosuke takashita Oh yeah he did yeah he definitely had that gear like with the armbands and yeah 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 exactly this poor guy's never going to find his own flow, is he? He was he was doing good though. Like um I I've been enjoying I'm still oh, I mean this was this was awesome. Robbie said it's going to be awesome and I I like their their interplay between each other. I even prefer preferred his gear and stuff now. I thought that was cool. Um but there is there's still a little something missing, but you know, he's narrowing in on it. He's he's pretty good at being a prick. I'll say that. Yeah. Um, the match was great. I thought that he he showed a lot of fire in this match. Mm-hmm. And I wonder if that was maybe him, like, teaming up with uh, Leo Rush. Like, he's seeing how to be fiery and stuff like that. I really thought that he showed a lot of, uh, a lot of emotion in this. And that really got me into it. Yeah. Um, again, Robbie, uh, I, th- I think... So I still have this theory, and I know if I've explained it a couple of times, I'll do it again, that Robbie's like a villain in a video game, you know, and he, the, the bandanas, like you have to knock off all his bandanas before you can pin him. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. So he comes out and like, yo was only able to get one bandana off. So Forget yo was it. never going to win. No, it's not no, going to happen. No, you gotta, you gotta knock off the one he's wearing on his forehead. You gotta knock off the one he's wearing around his neck. The neckerchief needs um, to be but gone. So, yeah. If I were Robbie, I'd come out wearing a million bandanas, unbeatable, unbeatable, unbeatable. It's like a full one armor suit. Each, yeah, <laughs> yeah. One around each wrist, a belt made of bandanas. The more bandanas, the more power. Well, see, Robbie Eagles, you're flashing back to Sakura Genesis. You'll notice that Hiromo got off all the bandanas in that match, which is why he managed to beat him. Mm-hmm. Um, That's true. Robbie was fucking phenomenal in this though, man. The all he's targeting like this was the sniper fucking at his best at the end where fucking yo's got him lined up and he's like i'm gonna hit this thrust kick bitch and robbie just fucking drop kicks him in the fucking well well, kicks him in the the plant leg yeah fucking drops him like a sack of shit hits the knee and i was like oh he's absolutely gonna tap him out now but he just fucking straight up kicks him in the head and knocks him out it was fucking awesome (laughs) so fucking good yeah dude Robbie don't miss. No, he's the fucking best, man. He is the best. So everybody needs to fucking realize. Did you check out while we're just on a Robbie? Before we fucking continue on our fucking Robbie rant, did you check out Robbie versus Claudio? Ring of Honor TV. Ring of Honor title match. What did you think? Um I'm I'm a big uh Claudio mark from way back in the day, original ROH. Uh, uh, fucking Claudio Castagnoli, like Ricola bomb and shit. I fucking love Claudio. So watching Claudio and um, Robbie go at it was fucking rad. Um, I kind of like because they taped it weeks in advance. Yeah, like you knew that Robbie wasn't gonna win, and that I don't usually mind spoilers. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have liked to have had that suspension of disbelief just a little bit. Yeah. Um. So that kind of sucks, but the match was fucking A plus. 
yeah. like 110 like really extra good. credit Robbie. Yeah. I'm not they, a big Claudio guy at all. I don't have that kind of connection with him. Like to me, he's Cesaro as well, how I knew him. So I've never really been a big Claudio guy, but this was one of his matches that I definitely enjoyed a bit more than I normally do. I loved it. Um, I think like what they're doing right now with Ring of Honor, uh, and and it's what I fell in love with Ring of Honor for. Mm-hmm. It was having a, a couple of dudes who were and and ladies, of course, uh, who were like they're stable, mm-hmm. and then they would bring in some of the best in the world to fight against their stable. Yeah, you okay. know, back in the day, it was like Punk and Joe and stuff like that, and then and then you'd you'd have like. Um, Kevin Steen and El Generico and stuff. And then, so you'd, you'd bring in uh, a Kenta Kobashi against Joe. Yeah. You know, you, you'd bring in uh motor city machine guns against Steen and Generico, you know, like that's that, that was what I loved about ring of honor. That was what carried me through my teens and early twenties uh, watching ring of honor, you know, uh-huh. like I didn't, I didn't give a shit about WWE back in the day. Yeah. Like when I was in my early twenties, like if it wasn't like Eddie Guerrero or Kurt Angle, I didn't give a fuck. Yeah. yeah. So, um, when I when you know when I really wanted wrestling, I would I would watch Ring of Honor. I'd go to see Ring of Honor shows. My my roommate and I like one of our first shows ever uh, that we went to was like the third or fourth Ring of Honor show in Pennsylvania, and. Uh, that's what I loved about it. They were like, these are our dudes. They're yeah. fucking badass. Yeah. These are some of the best in the world coming to fight these badasses. And that's, that's what it felt in my heart. Yeah. They were like, our fucking dude is Claudio Castagnoli. And here's fucking one of the best in the world. Robbie Eagles coming to, you know, cut his teeth against, uh, against Claudio Castagnoli. Oh. And I fucking loved it. It felt like, I got that feeling um, a couple of weeks ago when I was at the Rev Pro show and they have their guy, Robbie X. He's their junior heavyweight champion, their light heavyweight champion. And they brought in Leo Rush to, yeah, to yeah, face I him. That. And I was just like, I was like, oh shit. That's what it reminded me of so much. Yeah. <laughs> because it was just like one of the best versus their fucking ace. Yeah. God, that was good. God, that was good. Mm-hmm. Now that's Bro. dope. That's dope that they they like back him in like that. Speaking of, and they've pulled they put it on. Pro. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I saw this. I saw you going crazy, you motherfucker. That's ridiculous. Internal fucking screaming the second I saw that. I was sitting yeah. at my I was sitting at my bus stop on the way to work. I open up Twitter, and the very first thing I see, William Osprey versus Shingo Takagi. At the Copper Box in London. Let's at Rev Pro. <laughs> you at fucking. Rev Pro. Let's fucking dog. go. The I'm first so jealous. That's so I sick. screen capped it, sent it to Donna. I screen capped it. I sent it to Sipsy. I was like, Sipsy, Sipsy, get us a fucking ticket. <laughs> <laughs> Buy the and, ticket, Sipsy. Uh, <laughs> oh, the Sipsy, Sipsy's got the fucking hookup. Sipsy's always got money. He's, he's So Ooh. he's like, I'll get the tickets. You just pay me back. Oh. So like. Sipsy. He, he got our, our tickets for Epic Encounter. Um, Got to say, we'll to what a connection from Super J Cast Sipsy. Besides being an absolute <laughs> lad, <laughs> dude. Like Shout out Sipsy, Sipsy. Sipsy is my fucking homeboy. Oh, like, um, we had a we had a double date before the last uh, the last Rev Pro show. My wife and I went and 
had a beautiful vegan lunch with uh, his wife and 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 him, uh, his lovely wife. They are a beautiful couple, Cute. great people, the salt of the earth. And Sipsy fucking will he loves he loves fucking wrestling, man. If you're like, hey Sipsy, let's go to a fucking wrestling show, he's like fucking on it. Let's go. Let's get it. And um I love I love a dude who's who's always like, Yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Down you know? to fucking clown. Down to that's watch. Right. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, shout out Sipsy. What a legend. What up, you guys are gonna have and a great Joel's time. Back by then too. So oh. Joel's moving back to England. Oh, what permanently? Yeah. Oh, so uh, so it'll actually be uh, Sipsy, myself, and Joel going to the Copper Box. Fuck! I need to move to England. It sounds like this is where the hotbed. This is where it's all happening. It's kind of happening. Well, like you've got the the Australian scene on lock, though. eh? Mm, Trying exactly, and with my new work schedule, I can now go to things, which is pretty cool because I don't need to get like leave for weekends. I now have every Saturday and Sunday off. Yeah, oh, dude. yeah. Dude, look at us. We're grown ups. We're, we're living the life. So first, first weekends off in nine years. I'm, I'm about it. Yeah. So yeah, like yeah. we've got we've got some shit coming up. When is it? Like uh, death match down under's dream tournament will happen later in the year, and we're like, oh shit, we can just like buy tickets and go because it's like Saturday afternoon. We can fly out Friday night, Saturday morning, get there. Watch it. Come back Sunday night. Fucking let's go. Like, I mean, it's not cheap. I mean, it can be cheap depending on the flights and and you know points and things like that. But yeah, yeah, you're you're like everything that I forget how like isolated you actually Simply are. Simply so far away <laughs> to get there. It's like five and a half hours by plane. Oh fuck, man! Yeah. Like I'm I'm used to that. Like living in America, like I used to have to drive like two hours to go watch a hockey game and yeah. drive home, you know, but like I can't drive to the other side of the country. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can, it'll I take two weeks or some shit. Yeah. God, it's fucking sucks being in a humongous country. Yeah. But if you get like the shittest flight, the shittest time from the shittest airline uh, on that day, it can get like 268 bucks each way. But that's like 2am on a flight that regularly gets canceled. Um, so that could potentially work out. <laughs> or alternatively, uh, we've get like with credit cards and with points and stuff, we get free flights every year. So we can always potentially use those as well. But better to use the cheap ones when they're available and save the save the free flights for when you want to go to like something good when there's only expensive flights, you know. Let's fucking make it happen. All right. You and I, you and I. In Japan, let's make it happen. January twenty twenty four. January next year. That might be. That might be. That We're might be a little bit too. It. Might be a bit too. Might soon. be a little bit too early. Might be. A bit I too need soon. to save more money because yeah, my immigration's <laughs> up at the end, in October this year, so that's going to be a bit of money. Maybe January twenty twenty five. Wrestle Kingdom thirty. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think it, I think it would be thirty by then, wouldn't it? What was the last one? Million. Did I say what fucking year is it? Um, I'm know. sorry, not thirty twenty. I don't know what the last one was. Let's, last one was the power of Was it? 
New Japan Wrestle Kingdom. <laughs> Here we are, at the New Japan Podcast. I fucking can't. Do I, fucking I don't shit. know what fucking date it is today. So yeah, it was seventeenth. So it would be it would be nineteen. I meant bro. to say twenty. I said fucking thirty. Yeah. Oh, so it'd be nineteen. It'd be nineteen. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I I want to fucking get to Japan like as soon as fucking possible, dude. You have to do it. And and Don is about it. And like hopefully like at the end of the uh, so october of this year i won't have to worry about immigration anymore so that uh-huh. saves us like fucking three thousand pounds every two years which oh, is nice really? do you have to like pay a tax to like live in that country or something to like redo my uh citizenship paperwork to re- renew my visa that sort of stuff uh, okay but um so i had to do that to move here uh-huh. They gave me two and a half years. I had to do it again. And the end of that two and a half years, I just get to stay. Yeah. Because so, you're married and then, then to a citizen. Yeah. yeah. And I have a I have a job where I make a certain amount of money and stuff like that. Sure, so sure. everything should be fine. Yeah, absolutely. Well, that's exciting. How good. Yeah, I I hope so. I hope so. Uh, like we're getting into real, this is drop your short stuff, isn't it? Yeah, it is. We're off track, but we'll go back in a second. Do you have to like, to become the UK citizen, do you have to like renounce America? No, I can get a dual citizenship. They're like, burn the flag right here in front of the fucking, the queen or the king now. Call call this a lift instead of an elevator. Yeah. Come to Buckingham Palace and burn your fucking, your papers and the flag and then be knighted by the king. Yeah. Burn the papers. Burn them. Yeah. And then fucking you get knighted by King Charles. And uh, oh, man. there you go. It's going to be so, like, oh, I had a fucking, I had a conversation with a dude. He goes. um, <laughs> King Charles. He, he's, no, no, it wasn't King Charles. Oh, that's uh, there was a fella, my my friend Brad was uh, visiting from America. And Brad says, uh, oh, when's it, you know, you're going to have the. Pavlovian response to Colin and Prince Charles. What are you going to, you know, like people continue to write the, you know, in January, they're still writing 2022 yeah, instead yeah. of 2023. You know, sure. how, how long is it going to take for you to, to adjust to calling him King Charles? And the dude goes, that's our fucking King. We will <laughs> never call him Prince again. I was like, Holy oh, shit. Fuck, it got real. <laughs> like wait for the King's God. Fucking, like, they fucking take that shit serious. Dude, Jesus. I guess like fucking calm down. Dumb, dumb. Like, <laughs> Who said that? Just like a, just another it friend. Like, it was a dude. I think it was a dude who worked at one of the, one of the castles here. Um, Cause Brad was like visiting and like seeing all the castles. Oh, so it was, right. It was yeah. probably a dude who's like a staunch lawyer, like royalist. Oh, obviously. So. Yeah. He, wor- he works in it and shit. And he was just like, and you were like, but yo. It was, just, <laughs> the it, was intensity. Like, it was just like, we will never mess that up. We will never. Prince Charles again, and then he, he just just on his little fucking thing, he's like, "Scramble the King's Guard," and they just fucking arrive with all the halberds and shit. They're like, "Take this man to the dungeon." <laughs> he just never leaves the UK. <laughs> I don't think he wanted to leave the UK. He yeah. was really impressed with the UK, yeah. which well, he was almost America, living in fucking King Charles' dungeon for the rest of his life. Right. Also, okay. what a fucking play by. Fucking Carmilla as well. Going from being the side piece to to Queen, they never thought it'd happen. She's like, "We in here?" Like she's like, "Y'all That's thought I wasn't gonna do it, motherfuckers, but here I am." Like, yeah, there's, respect there's to her. An entire season of BBC drama coming for that in yeah. like twenty five years. Yeah. Oh man, 
She, she's for her. just like started from the bottom. Now I'm here. <laughs> she's in the crown and shit, like just fucking getting it. Exactly. That's like yeah, they they were always like there was like oh um the queen says you know the, uh, Elizabeth says yeah. that Carmela can't be queen. She can't be queen. And Charles is like, guess who's king now? Yeah. Change the rules. And she's like, there? look at me now. Look at me now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, exactly. Sorry. But yeah, he can do Stick what he wants. Man. Fucking get it. Absolutely. Anyway, well, this is of, fucking weird. We are off track. Let's uh, jump to the next match. Speaking of kings. Your boy. Absolute fucking kings. My boy, Titan. Titan. El Immortal. Beats TJP with the Yave Immortal, the uh, eleven minutes and twelve seconds. This was fucking it, bro. You like, loved it. I loved it. TJP is great. Um, I, I think TJP's like so good at wrestling, and I feel like he was actually he's on commentary in the next night, and he was really good at like telling those stories and stuff. I feel like in the ring though, and it's probably because he's trying to be like bad boy emo boy but there was like a certain amount of and especially in this match a certain amount of like emotion and fire that i wasn't getting and that's probably because it's like his character and then he's like versing the mask guy who can't show it but it wasn't all the way clicking for me like the the stakes of this match you know it fell a little bit flat but maybe i don't i know i'm not as invested in these two i don't know i think they're they're they definitely both had another gear that they didn't quite reach yeah um yeah, like I could have I mean, also been placement to be fair, because they were sandwiched between Yo and Robbie Eagles and Despy and Canamaro. So it may have been like, don't do too much because we need the fucking main to shine after that absolute tour de force by Robbie and Co. Yeah. Um I I still I really liked it. I mean, like, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna go to bat for Teton every time. Um, and I thought that, I think that TJP is just like, he's so good at what he does that he can get so He just, he did the heel thing that every dude does when you're playing against him or playing when you're player, when you're playing against a mass wrestler, he went straight for the laces yeah. and like, that was enough. The whole crowd was just like, Oh shit. Like that was, that was it. Like I, I was in the disrespect though. Yeah, disrespecto. But yeah, Teton gets, I mean, Teton did not have a good showing in last year's best of super juniors. This year he comes out and he's one for one um, in a great match. I thought so I'm down. Uh, maybe, maybe Teton and Hiromu against TJP when they win the titles back. I don't know. I don't know. We'll that see. could be cool. That could be cool. That could be cool. Yeah. I'd like to, uh, or T- yeah, or Teton and Boshi would be. Maybe more like yes, yeah. they had a pretty good tag team last year, didn't they? Yeah. And um okay. I, I think even on commentary they, they referenced him like and his tag team partner Boshi, like I think they said something like that, you know. So I think they're they're probably they'd probably lean towards that, I would say, because Hiromu yeah. would be busy. So then the next match was the semi main event, mm-hmm. Uncle Nobu versus El Desperado. Suzuki Gunin explodes like these two facing off and like they've faced off before, but this felt a lot, a lot different from every time they've ever mm. uh, faced off before because they are no longer a tag team, no longer faction mates. Mm. Um, but it was still sort of telling that story like the respect, right? Like, cause Kanemaru yeah. made Despy 
you know, when he was nothing and he teamed with him and taught him everything he knows and this was the real tale of like taught you everything you know but not everything I know. And this motherfucker mm-hmm. be tapping him out with a figure four leg lock like he's Ric Flair in the NWA. <laughs> like, I was like, holy the shit, he tapped out to the figure four. The, match was, the first five minutes of a match was a headlock match. It was and, fucking wild. And it was unbelievable when Kevin Kelly's like, when God created wrestling, he could have stopped with the side headlock. <laughs> he was like, this is a perfect move. Curtis almost sprayed his drink all over the fucking, fucking <laughs> silliness. That was fucking silliness. I was like, that's um, fucking did- so funny. I also super enjoyed uh, Chris Charlton singing along to the Just Five Guys theme at the end. He's like, Just Five Guys, <laughs> Just Five Guys. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> Kanemaru Duki. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he was like, Sonata is the champion, then there's still four more guys. <laughs> <laughs> Had me popping me with that. Did I miss something? What the fuck is the onion? Uh, they they talking about it the whole time. I don't know. Somebody put it on the desk. He he talks more about it on the second thing. I don't know. They they were around and it got left on the desk, and so he just put a mic in front of it and turned it into a bit. I think I don't know. I don't get it. Yeah. I thought that. Gino was the only person at the table that could make me cry is what fucking Josh said. Yeah. That was, that was a good little thing. I, 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 I don't get the onion. I don't fucking. Yeah. I think you got to listen to them. Maybe they're, it's just them. Fucking they're just around. popping themselves. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's they're cool. just fucking around. Exactly. So I think somebody ribbed them and left it on the table and then they're just running with it. Something like that. Um, but okay. yeah, this match was really good. I thought they were really good together. Really I liked good. at the end as well. Like Katamara kind of looks at him and he just throws up the thing. Like you were this close, and Despy just nods at him. Like yeah, like there's no anger about it. He's like fucking. I respect this dude, and you know that's yeah. what it is. But but I don't. There was no anger about it, even though Yoshinobu Kanemaru attacked El Desperado from behind. Eh. I mean, like, he knows, he, he was like, I should have seen this fucking coming. Like, that's my, why did I turn my back to him? I should have fucking known. And that's Katamari yeah. going, you knew this was coming. Like, come on. Yeah. Come He's on, the master. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah, I, I loved it. It was like a real fundamentals type match, but it was super cool. It was great. And there were still some big spots, like he yeah. hit uh, Guitar de la Angel and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So mm-hmm. there were still some really big spots. But for the most part, it was, it was a classic wrestling match. And, um, you know, it showed that even though this is best of super juniors, you're known for dudes taking dives, you're known for dudes doing, you know, four fifties and all sorts of crazy wild shit. These guys went out there and had a headlock fucking knee match, you know, like it was, it was wild. And it's like, what are the ramifications of that too? Like with Despy, like, is there going to be ongoing complications from that knee? Like his... Has Katamara hampered him for the rest of the contest or can he shake it off? That sort of thing. I, I'm sitting there and I'm watching it and like Despy taps out. He's clutching his knee, screaming in that desperado way. And I'm just like, he's winning the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I kind of knew he wouldn't win this. I was like, they're going to start him on a bit of a fucking, you know, you know, they, they love to do a, the guy that's going to do really well is going to take a few L's at the start, you know. He's also so smart with – I love his mask when it's fully enclosed, but when he does those big big matches and he wears the one where you can see his mouth and see his expressions and he's painted the face paint, and it, paint, the face paint and it's even more expressive is is really fucking clever. 
Yeah, definitely. I I really do love El Desperado. Same. I love him in so a special good. way. He he so is the best. Absolutely. Okay. So great journey. story in that match. Um, great old school style work. And then we get to the main event of the free show. And this came out 16 minutes and 40 seconds. Speedball Mike Bailey beats Hiromu Takahashi with the Ultima Weapon. This match fucked the so shorts. Kicks were crazy. So shorts. Like fucking <laughs> there's a couple of points where Hiromu tries to kick him and you're like, bitch, what what are you doing? <laughs> like what, yeah. why are you fucking around here trying to get him with a super kick? He just, it just tears him. <laughs> you to just shreds. run a knife to a gun Yeah, exactly. Bro. Just fucking spin kicks him in the head and shit. It's like, yo. Like my Bailey is I so legit. Fucking it's it's ridiculous. He's so great. He reminds me so much of like um so there were there's been like martial arts themed wrestlers forever. Yeah. Um, but he reminds me of like a young like Rob Van Dam. Kind a of. young Steve Blackman. No, I'm just joking. Young <laughs> Steve Blackman. Um, no, but like dude, like he's just all mullet, big smiles, all like kick you in the fucking face and just do it like baby faced assassin. I will literally knock body parts off of you with my kicks and and i love it just I love like it the so fucking chest much, blows and kicks and like thrust kicks and stuff it's just so forceful like it yeah it was really cool and he just seemed so like genuinely fucking stoked to be there and like you see though like we were talking about earlier the flashes right like where he wants to like shake Hiromu's hand, super respects him, and Hiromu's like, yeah, and he's like, yeah, fuck yeah, man. And then he goes to, like, you know, pull away, and then Hiromu tries to get him, and then you see that flash on his face, like, you motherfucker. Like, he's like, now yeah. you're going to get it. <laughs> now I'm going to kick the shit out of you. in the team. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I really I dug it. Shit. And like I said, first real speedball match that I've been invested in and really, like, paid attention to and watch it, and I, I really liked it. I was like, it's cool. Yeah, it's. I, I the, the, they could not have picked maybe a a better, um, main main event for a free show to kick off the tournament to like, maybe hook a couple extra people. Yeah. Um, if if you do not subscribe to NJPW World, watch this fucking show. Watch this match. This show was great from top to bottom. I don't yeah. think there was a bad match. I think this was absolute shorts. Yeah. Um, can you give me a shorts or pants for night too? Uh, like not not run down, but like the, oh, the the card as a whole. Oh, I would still say it's short. It, maybe not as good as this one, um, only because a couple of the matchups like uh, sometimes a bit stale for me. But also, please remember, I was watching it completely exhausted, trying to keep my life awake. Uh, I will probably maybe even rewatch like Wato and Yo, like the main event, because I was like, oh, I was kind of nothing about it. But I was like, was I also asleep briefly in that match? I can't tell you. So <laughs> that's that's where I am with it. You know what I mean? So, um, but there was definitely some big highlights on there, some real good character stuff, some real fun matchups. Um, and not every one of them can be super fire. Like when, when you headline with a match like Waito and Yo, you're playing with fire a little bit. You know what I mean? There is the potential for that to go really right or really wrong. Uh, and so, as I say, I feel like it was a little bit flat for me, but I was 
so exhausted on a couple of hours sleep trying to watch it. So I need to go back and rewatch it because I might be completely misreading it. You know, there might be whole sections of the match I was actually asleep for. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Exactly. So, so shorts. Uh, I would say shorts just on, on shorts, the tournament. Yeah, exactly. And I'll yeah. go back, but there was definitely some short, short moments on it. Okay. Cool. Right on. I can't wait to watch that this this morning when I wake up because I did. That's why I did all my all my chores and shit yesterday. So I knew that like yeah. Sunday. What are you going to do since nothing. your fire stick isn't working? How are you going to watch it? Um. I'm. Well, I mean, I I just unplugged it and stuff like that. I'm just going to plug it back in tomorrow and hopefully it'll Hope reset itself. I've got, exactly. I've got another fire stick up upstairs uh, in the upstairs bedroom. I just don't like to sit on the bed and watch TV. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Because like I always fall asleep. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Um, I can relate. But yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes, I bet you can. Um at this at this point, the best of super juniors is off to a fucking fantastic start. The I'm amped for the I'm amped for how this is going to play out. So here's here's the thing. You we said that there's gonna be a semifinals, right? Two people from A block, two people from B block. Which I love. Here's that. the thing: I absolutely love that. It's not going to be the people from A block against each other. It's no, going to be swap. the top person from A block versus the bottom person or the second person from B block, yeah. and vice versa. Exactly. Which means the final we could have two people from A block or two people from B yeah, block in the final. Very exciting. Very exciting. If uh, is is there a block that you'd prefer to see an all A block final or an all B block final? Are yeah, there two people I, that you would like to I see? I think from? so. But so let's let's look at this again because we didn't do that when we did the best case, worst case. We were just like we didn't best, you know, A, best B. So let me pose it to you, because I normally do them, and maybe I still will, but if you could give me your best case, worst case on this scenario. So I want to hear let's let me, yeah. Let me look at the blocks. Um, I'm going to vamp for a second so I can pull up the actual blocks. I will. Uh, so I can vamp. see them together. Yeah, exactly. Have a look at them. But what I'm asking Curtis to do, for anybody that doesn't know the premise of this, what we normally do, rather than do tipping, we do best case, worst case. So we imagine our nightmare scenario and then our most positive scenario. So Curtis is having a look now and he's going to be looking at what his – Worst case finalists from B block and A block would be, and his best case finalists, and then they swap. So it will be the number one seed from B versus the number two seed from A, and the number one seed from A versus the number two seed from B. So you could potentially see a all B or all A final, whereas we were like, oh. So, so for instance, last week I was like, Man, my two favorite guys are in the same block. Robbie Eagles and El Desperado in the same block. There's no like only one of them can get through into the final. And I was gutted about it and it tore me to pieces. Now there's a scenario where say Robbie finishes first, uh Despy finishes second, they then swap over, and then you could have, say, uh Desperado beat somebody from B block and then you've got a final that's actually Robbie versus Desperado again for a second time in the tournament to decide who's the actual winner of the best of Super Juniors and that's so fucking hot if they do it. So I'm, I've got the blocks here in front of me. Okay. Going going worst case scenario for an all uh, for my four 
worst case scenario for me would be probably Taguchi, Kushida. You clean your fucking in mouth out talking about Taguchi like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Donna doesn't listen to says, this or else she fucking says Donna from upstairs. That was her that her saying that. You just hear it like this. You shut your fucking mouth. <laughs> we. Curtis, don't be talking about Taguchi like that. Like that. <laughs> I forgot how Curtis. to control it. <laughs> yes, my love. Yes, my love. My darling. I'm, I'm very sorry. Curtis, um, don't be talking. <laughs> <laughs> She's just on the megaphone from upstairs. Oh, okay. She sends one of the dogs after me. Yeah, sorry, it's a, it's a novelty using the voice effects. I'm very sorry. I love it. I think it's great. Please I'm continue. I would say for me, the worst case scenario would be Kushida versus to, um, Kushida versus House of Torture show would be a worst case scenario for A block, double uh, A block. Okay. Because Kushida, we've seen it before. Yeah. House of Torture show. Yeah. Mm, no, that's uh, fair. That's fair. I would take that over to Gucci because imagine a fired up to Gucci actually getting to the finals. It'd probably fucking dope. I could guarantee yeah. you we'd be about it. Uh, I'm going to say worst case scenario, double B block. Yo and Bushi. Like, yeah. Yo, yo, he's better, but he's still like there. Ever, I prefer everyone in this block over yo. That is fair. I mean, he's he's better, but uh, like him and Bushi are the bottom of the block for me. Yeah. yeah. Best case scenario, double A block. This is tough. This is so fucking tough. Yeah, so you see, every time we do this, you make me do it, and it's always like me getting my heart torn out and trying to decide yeah, it. And you're what? like, just tell me. That's why. Yeah, and then and then B-box, now B-box it, I fucking turned it on you. I've turned it. Um, double A block. Best case scenario for me. Teton versus Mike Bailey. Ooh, that's hot. Yeah. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, B block best case scenario is fucking tough. Oh my God. I want to see El Desperado win it. Mm-hmm. I want to see Robbie Eagles win it. I want to see Clark who makes some fucking noise. Uh-huh. And I want Dan, Dan Maloney to fucking just go undefeated and kill everybody. I want Kevin Knight to fucking make some noise. <laughs> God damn it. How do you do this? Why do I make you do this? Because <laughs> you're a mean friend. <laughs> puts me puts me through my fucking my worst worst fucking time. It's heart wrenching. I'm going to say best case scenario for me. Mm-hmm. Can I do two best case scenarios? No. Yeah. Yeah. You go pick one. Yes. This is how it works. Welcome to the real Best world, jackass. For me. Welcome to the real world, <laughs> jackass. Um, Robbie Eagles versus Clark Connors. Whoa. Okay. Wow. I didn't say Despy. Oh, I know, but but hang on, wait, wait. Aren't they in the same block? So they are if they double double B block, so they'd be finishing one and two. So they'd be finishing one two, and then they'd be versing your best case from the other the other side. Yes. So who is one and who is two? Let's do it that way. So, uh, so we get we get kind of lost Robbie, here in all the numbers. So 
let's let's rewind Robbie a little bit. One. Let's do. Okay, yeah, let's we'll do back. your worst. Okay, so who were your one and two in B? Kushida and Show. Okay, and then in, who, I'm sorry. In in A, that's A. In A, okay, worst and is scenario. Kushida one and Yo is two? It's Kushida and Show. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then who is your worst case in B? Yo and Bushi. Okay, so you're talking Kushida versus Bushi and fucking Yo versus Sho. Yo and Sho. Oh, oh my God. God, that's disgusting. I can't believe you've put that fucking bad juju out in the world. Oh, there's such a chance it could happen. God, this is when it gets fucking tough. Okay, and then worst case scenario, who wins in those matchups? So Kushida versus Bushi, who wins? Worst case. Worst case would have to be Kushida. Yeah, okay. And then worst case out of Sho and Yo, who wins? We both know the answer to this. Yo. Yeah. So then the <laughs> final to win the best of the Super Juniors, worst case scenario, Kushida or Yo? Kushida or Yo. Worst case for me would be Yo. Yeah. Gross. I fucking... Like I said, I'm a little bit interested in this new attitude, but not interested enough to see him win the fucking thing. Nope. No. Nope. And that's, it's like Sonata. <laughs> it is. It's like Sonata winning the fucking New Japan on the, on, on the fucking bright side, at least he could put the trophy in one of a hundred pocket options on his jacket. <laughs> Carry it out very easily. Easily. He could have a whole bag made of pockets. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So that's terrible, and I hate you for putting it in the world. Um, let's focus on best case scenario. So your best case in A block was one and two. Teton and Speedball Mike Bailey. Okay. And then worst case, uh, sorry. Oh, wait, actually, it would probably be, it'd probably be Bailey number yeah, one. I was about to say, isn't Teton in two. B? Or no, he's in A. No, Teton's in well. A. Okay, okay. A. So, okay, Bailey is your number one. Teton's your number two. And then in B block, who's your one and two? Number one is Clark. What? Clarku, and number two is Robbie. Clark over Robbie? No, no, no. Here's here's the reason. Because then okay. the matches that we get are Clark versus Mike Bailey. Aha. I see. And Robbie going, yeah. versus Robbie versus Teton. Okay, yeah. And great. then I feast. And then you feast, okay. <laughs> and then then who wins though? So Bailey versus okay. Clarko, who wins? Um Bailey shows a dark side and beats Clarko. Oh I think. Okay. And then Robbie overcomes the uh overcomes Teton, and then we get Robbie versus Bailey for the mm, final. That's hot. And then who and, wins? Uh, Robbie. Robbie. Robbie's my wins. official pick for the for the entire tournament, 100%. Okay. Um, so I'm going to say Robbie over Bailey. But once Robbie wins the IWGP Junior Heavyweight title again, uh-huh. uh, Bailey comes out and challenges him because there were shenanigans in the match at some point, maybe. Bullet club shit. I don't know. From you know, for for Clark being angry at Bailey, I I don't know, but Bailey almost almost beats Robbie, 
and then Robbie uh, wins officially. And then, uh, God, who would who would be his first challenger? And in the, in this in this case, his first challenger would be El Desperado once he wins it, and mm-hmm. we'll have Desperado versus Robbie Eagles versus mm, Mike Bailey and Master Watto. Oh, what you're doing? Another and, Fatal and a, Four. Just another fatal four way. I don't know. I'm just fucking, I'm just going. I'm just going. He's just let it fly. He's let it fly. But either way, your best case scenario, Robbie Eagles, your worst case scenario, yo. Yes. There you go. What picks? I couldn't agree more. I think they're awesome. Um, I, my, when we did it last week, my heart was torn between El Desperado and Robbie. So I'm glad that you chose for me. <laughs> and well, and the thing is, in the end, we could see a final of El Desperado and Ravi. See, that, that the was the block. scenario while I was vamping. That would probably be my best case scenario where they finish one and two. Maybe um, Despi or Robbie then defeats Hiromu over, you know, um, over the other side. And then, oh, that's hot. That could be really cool. And then they essentially end up versing each other. That's what. I would want. Imagine want, the final ends up being Robbie and Despy, but for the second time in the tournament. That'd be so good. You know, you know what might be a best case scenario? Mm-hmm. Despy winning. And then instead of challenging for the belt, Despy says, I've done everything I can in this division. I'm going up to heavyweight. Just pieces out. Pieces out with the trophy. Yeah. I'm done. Yeah. I'm yep. done. Do what you God, want. I've won tag team belts. <laughs> I've won the heavyweight belt. I've won BOSJ. I'm fucking out. Peace. I peace. don't give a fuck about Hiromo. I already whooped yeah. that trick like within an inch of his life at Wrestle Kingdom. I don't even want that piece of shit. I'm, I'm done. I'll kill I'm you. I'm coming for you, Sonata. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I have no problem with it. I have no problem with okay. it. Okay. Okay. No, that so, is hot. That final is thoughts on BOSJ30. Final thoughts on the opening of the tournament. Final thoughts on where everything's going. How you feeling? I'm, How you feeling? You jazzed? I'm jazzed. I love all the New Japan tournaments. There's so much fucking best of the Super Juniors to watch. I like this layout where you just get like 10 matches in a show and they're just They, they all didn't even killer. have a fucking intermission. Yeah, it was just all fucking bangers the whole time. My only fear is, like, how do I ever keep up with it? Like, what a, what a schedule for these guys, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah. So it's like there's one today, then there's one Tuesday, one Wednesday, one Thursday, one Friday, then it's Sunday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. Like, these dudes are just going. But then is that the end of it? And then Dominion happens. Yeah, there's only nine matches. Then you get their semifinals and finals, yeah. Oh, wow. Okay, so they've just really condensed it down. What an yeah. absolute murder fucking schedule. Yeah, so. Yeah. Normally, this is like a month-long month long tournament, and they're like, nah, fuck that. We're going to do the whole thing in two and a half weeks. Yeah, <laughs> like the finals two weeks from now. Yeah. It's the 28th. We'll be, we'll be recording the night of the, the next time we record will be the day before the finals yeah oh maybe we should try and push that just slightly and record after the final 
Or I'm into you, it, man. Or do you yeah. want to record our – maybe we do our thoughts in the morning, like just at what we think is going to happen or something, and then maybe touch and then base. do live reactions after. Do a live reaction kind of thing, yeah. But, dude, that. these – the physical toll on these dudes, man. Holy fuck. I hadn't really – I know it's a grueling tournament, but Jesus – and these aren't like phoned in matches either. No. But I think that's why they're doing it um uh little like they're they're not doing 30 minutes. Even the main event there was like 17 minutes long. Yeah. You know, it yeah. doesn't have to be 30 minute New Japan. Yeah. They're know, just condensed events. into the thing to the point. And then June 4th, fucking what up Dominion. It's here. Yeah. And that's yeah. already stacked as fuck. Look at this. We've got IWGP Tag Team Championship three-way match. Fucking Aussie Open versus Bishamon versus House of Torture. You've got the Never Open Weight, fucking Finlay versus Phantasmo. And you've got the world title, Sonata versus Yoda Suji. Like they're already three fucking banger matches. And then you'll have like whatever the fallout is from this tournament, like... You'll you'll have a junior tag defense for sure. Yep. Yep. Oh, the you might Japan, get like a, a three-way junior tag defense to really light that fucking crowd right away. Yeah, oh, that'd be cool. Well, I, without doing too much spoiling, they've already racked I up a couple you, of challenges. So, I think you've got um, the. I think that's going to be where Kenny faces somebody for the U.S. title. Uh, oh, what a Dominion Tanahashi. Yeah, I think the oh, because they're doing that like mini tournament or whatever. Yeah, is that yeah, at resurgence like or that other thing that's happening? No, it's at all. I think the finals of that are at all in. I think. Oh, yeah. When's all in? Oh, maybe it's not. I don't remember. I don't remember off the top yeah. of my head. But I bet you there's going to be a Kenny title defense at at uh, Dominion. Yeah. So. Lately, there's been a lot of upheaval inside the factions. There's been a lot of things changing. And, um, you know, we've we've talked about this a lot, like where the factions really align and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So what we're going to do is I, I, I know a lot of people uh, have seen the YouTube uh, ranking videos, uh -huh. you know, and we're going to do one of those. YouTube today. ranking videos. Uh, yeah, you know, you, you've never seen those with like the uh, the ranking systems. There's like the S tier, A, B, C, and F. Uh, you know, A, B, C, D, and F, that sort of thing. No, but uh, sure, I'll play. Never seen. Okay, okay. <laughs> I probably have, but it's not. It's not clicking. Right yeah. Now. So we're gonna we're gonna figure out what is the best and what is the worst factions. Okay. In New Japan today. Okay. And uh, we're gonna start with, and it's every faction. Okay. Every possible faction represented in New Japan. Okay. So you can either rank them A, B, C, or F. Okay. Okay. Easy. And then, yeah, easy peasy. So we're going to start from the bottom, basically. Stray Dog Army. Okay. I would say... We're looking at Bateman, Mysterioso, those guys. Barrett I Brown. I don't watch heaps of that stuff, so I'm gonna go ahead and give them D. Not an F because I don't hate them, but they're not really a factor. Yeah, that's fair. So 
we'll put Stray Dog Army there. Okay, next up, LA Dojo. LA Dojo just lost their team captain. Yeah. And, uh, you know, they've, they've still got people like uh, Gabe. They've got Alex Coughlin, led by Shibata, but... They're know, not, again, not really they, a factor at the moment. They've lost all their members, you know, like the DJ was Carl's, gone. Kevin Carl's Knight gone. has graduated. Clark has gone. Uh, the Android and DKC, though, I mean, they're not really young lions anymore. And when LA Dojo is a faction, it's really young lions. So is it even going to be a thing anymore? I don't know. I don't think so. Yeah. I'm going to give it an F because I don't think it exists. And plus it's a young lion faction. Okay. It doesn't really count. That's like rating the standard young lions. So. But I do fair. think it had very uh, good members that are all going to be great parts of New Japan going forward. Next up, Team Filthy. Okay. Oh, so yeah. you got Tom Lawler, yeah. uh, West Coast Wrecking Crew, those guys. What do you got? Like B. <laughs> Like, I, I wish there was more of Team Filthy. They were, like, so good uh, when they were in Japan. So I would love to see more I want, of them. I want West Coast Wrecking Crew in the fucking World Tag League so goddamn bad. Yeah, exactly. And I want Tom Lawler in there regularly. He was so good in G1. Like, yeah. He I, really was. Yeah, exactly. I okay. want more of them. I want them in the real roster. How about House of Torture? which is probably higher than some people would mark them, but I actually think they're sort of pretty integral to how things work and like matches like what Mark Davis had against Evil, um, you know, things like that can only happen because they exist. You know, you need those bad guys. So say what you want about the work rate of its members and things like that. I would, oh, fuck, maybe I should actually give them more than that. No, I'm, I, I have to give them C just because of the quality of, like, the wrestling out of them, but I do think they're very integral. Okay. How about Chaos? Right now it's it's Okada, possibly, maybe. Is he even still a member of Chaos? You've got uh, Bishamon and Ishii. Yo and Leo Rush. Yeah, and Ishii's pissed off at Okada because he's, like, fucking moonlighting with Tanahashi. Um fucking D like the we may be I think we're looking at like a chaos story starting to happen um, but we're not there yet so you know cool. I th I think it's got potential to be pretty cool if we start to see like a darker chaos you know more cuntiness from mm -hmm. from Okada from Yo from Leo maybe they boot Ishii and shit and do something that I think could be pretty cool but I mean chaos have been Nothing but a towel for a long time. How about just five guys? You already die. Just five guys. They're fucking. They're on their way to A tier, but they're not. They're not quite there yet because they've got an absolutely ridiculous name. I still feel like it's not cool at all. But you'd have to. <laughs> you'd have the song was helping. Chris Charlton singing that song was actually helping. But fuck, like. 
current world heavyweight champion and the king of pro wrestling. Fuck their A tier. You got to say it. Kanemaru has been killed. Yeah, I guess you got to give him an A just by the the elevation of that faction so quickly. Like, I guess, I guess they've got to be A tier. That's and that's kind of crazy, but yeah. Fuck, I guess they're so they're an A tier faction. Yet. A tier, A tier, and then we'll decide S tier. What's S tier? Superstar tier. Oh, okay. We'll, we'll talk yeah. about that after then. But I would give them an A tier yeah. for now. The elevation of that faction has been very well done. How about the mighty don't kneel? TMDK. A tier. I think they're, A-tier. I mean, again, just forming, just getting their foot. Oh, A tier in my heart, but maybe B tier the reality of the the promotion, you know, because they're still growing and stuff like that. I guess you can't really put them on on an A tier level just yet, but fuck, they're awesome. Okay. What, what do you, what do you think? How about do you think? No, no. This is this is. Is it in my heart or is it like in the booking and stuff? I mm, Robbie's like a fucking A tier house on fire. A tier. Right Zack Saber Junior. TMDK was so good against. Yeah. Fuck it. A tier. A tier in my heart. They've got and my favorite. My fucking, yeah. They've got my favorite young lion. Yeah, you know? exactly. Yeah. Okay. A tier in your heart. Okay. How about Hantai, New Japan Army? Fucking F. I don't know. <laughs> like D. Maybe D because they're going to have El Phantasma, it looks like. And, and they, but I don't terribly care about Hantai. I never really have. Fair enough. Yeah. Bullet Club, current Bullet Club, Davy, uh, Davy Chan, Bullet Club, all savages, all the time, Bullet Club. I mean, it's two guys at the moment. <laughs> Just two guys. Just two, Just two guys. guys. Yeah. No, you've got um, you've got Finley, you've got Clarku, you've got Bone Soldier, you've got Kenta. If it we if it was me rating all the members of the current Bullet Club together, I would give it a C. If I'm rating just Finlay and Clarko, I'd give it a B. Um, well, they're the ones that are kind of being pushed right now. Yeah, so. I would give I would give but it a how, B. How much do you? Yeah, a B for Bullet Club with the with the intention of it continuing to climb. I think I think the track they're on right now is really good, but they're not there. It's still in developmental status so beefable okay. club <laughs> how about united empire a tier a tier yeah and finally los ingobernables de japon they've just had a big return with a young lion in yoda suji who made a huge mark we were all very excited about that yoda motherfucking suji yeah how do you feel about Los Ingobernables de Japón currently? I was a little flat on LIJ, but I, I'm i interested to see where it's going to go uh, with this new stuff. And I mean, you've got Shingo in there. I'd give him like a B plus, Virgigod A. Suji's yet to be proven. So, but yeah. So again, so you're gonna put a high in, B. Put him there's in. no B plus tier. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with fuck I I'm gonna give him an A. 
just because all right. they're always in the conversation. You know what I mean? They're, they're, they're LIJ. They're, they're an ATF, actually. Okay. And finally, there are four factions currently in the A tier. Only one of them is going to go into S tier. Who's the best of the best? United Empire, TMDK, LIJ, or just five guys? You already die. Um, you already die. So uh, what? We're going to change everything. <laughs> fuck. Oh. It's got to be the Empire, right? It's got to be Empire. Just because it's, it's the best, most rounded out faction right now. Like so many members, squads on point, imagery well, on let's point. Let's do it this way. Actions we've on got point. Four, we've got four in a row here. Mm-hmm. Uh, LIJ was the last one added. Is LIJ better than United Empire? Yeah. Is United Empire better than TMDK? As far as yes, but only because right it's now, fully formed. Like like TMDK feels like it's still building. You know what I mean? Whereas mm-hmm. like it, like United Empire seems fully realized. Yes, and is United Empire better than just Five Guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So then, yes, it is. United Empire goes S tier. Which is crazy because when they first formed, I did not care at all. Like I was like, Really? I I was well, I was kind of like, I don't know about this kind of thing. Like like and remember back to that first logo shirt and shit. It wasn't it wasn't what it is. You know what I mean? A crown had never been thrown up. You know what I'm saying? They 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 have they've come a long way. Uh, and and it's cool. So to it see goes it pan out. It goes as such. F tier LA Dojo. Uh, D tier Stray Dog Army. Just because where the fuck are they? Yeah. Chaos and Hontai. C tier House of Torture. B tier Tim Team Filthy and Bullet Club. A tier Just Five Guys. TMDK Los and Gobernables de Japón. And Superstar tier United Empire. That's that's the current rankings for everything going on in New Japan. Oh, did we forget Strong Style? Where does Strong Style go in there? Mm. Are Is Strong a Style a faction or are they just a team? Like, And they're not even champs anymore, so do they even still exist? Yeah. Are they, they're not officially Hauntai at that point, though, either, are they? Yeah. Okay, well, if Strong Style are a faction... I would give them a B just because I love every member, but they're not really yes. a fully formed faction either. Not yet, but they could be. I would love them to be. Okay. If you could draft another member to round out strong style, who would you put in it? Ooh, uh, Gabe kid. Okay. Even though they're like hinting at the bullet club stuff, you would have him instead uh, joined strong well, they, were, they were hinting at Robbie for United Empire. Well, this is true. It's a, it's a swerve, brother. Swerve, brother, 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 brother. All right. You know what else? You know what else is it? Okay. Mm-hmm. If I if I could draft anyone to my team, you know who I would draft? Uh-huh. Who? Nord VPN. <laughs> yeah. That's who I would draft. Fuck yeah. Me too. They're already drafted. Yeah. I want to dra- be. We were drafted to their team, and we're happy about it. 
That's right. Yeah. Because NordVPN is the leader in your internet security, virtual private networks. And what they do is they help keep all of your information safe and secure. And there's nothing like being safe and secure, you know, in, in your information at home. I want my security do, strong. Like strong like style. style. <laughs> That's right. You you go in there and you turn on the NordVPN. It keeps all of your information secure by making sure that no one can hack into your networks. And it supercharges all your streaming services. Everybody's got 150 streaming services now. Wouldn't it be great to get every bit of money that you can out of those streaming services? It would be good. And that's what I want. You and you know what? I didn't tell you this, but I've actually got a very important guest that I've had waiting on the line for this entire time who was waiting for just this moment to speak. What? It's Hello caller. Nord NordVPN himself. Hang on one moment. Hello, it is I, NordVPN. I'm in the <gasps> NordVPN that you are safe within my robotic grasp. <laughs> NordVPN, I understand that you're offering me a an exclusive uh deal to offer to the listeners of Okada Shorts? That is absolutely correct, Curtis. Oh, wow. And so the deal that you're authorizing me to offer is an exclusive NordVPN deal in which people would go to nordvpn.com slash what? Shorts. And they get a huge discount off their NordVPN plan plus one additional month for free, which is completely risk-free with Nord's 30-day money-back guarantee. That is absolutely correct. A robot bodyguard that lives within your computer and phone to protect you from the live, real, hacking threats. Protect yourself. Protect your family. NordVPN. The only choice. NordVPN.com slash short. NordVPN.com slash short. NordVPN.com dash short. NordVPN.com dash short. Okay there, NordBot. All right. We're just going to let him go. I think he got uh, stuck on a loop there. But NordVPN.com slash short. NordVPN.com slash short. There we go. What a guest. What a guest. That's our highest profile guest. guest today. NordVPN oh robot. NordVPN, NordVPN itself robot. sentiently through our computers. Amazing. Fuck. I for one am shocked by that, but uh and I teed it up. I can't believe that. I've been getting interviewed for quite some that. time, but that that's that's the best one. God, this has gone off the rails real fast. <laughs> it's 3.54 a.m. I know. We, okay. we This is fucking over. We need to wrap this up. Thank you so much for listening. Curtis and I are on the verge of exhaustion. He needs to go to sleep. I need to go clean my house and then try and sneak a nap when my wife isn't looking uh, and then go back to work the next day. So, Curtis, I want to thank you for your time. This has been super fun. I will uh, send through this stuff so you can edit it because I can't be fucked. Uh, <laughs> when you wake up tomorrow, I'm just letting Curtis know about this right now, and we will speak to all wait you minute, wait lovely people Make later. Ryan fucking edit it. Yeah, what the fuck's Ryan doing? Well, he'll get Mikey That's what to he's edit there it. For? Count out network, Mikey. Yeah, exactly. Get Mikey to edit it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm not so, sure. I'd do it so to basically, him. Mm. tell him where to find point, the count out network. You, mm -hmm. Yeah, you can find the count out network on Patreon, which is where you hear our exclusive. Uh, Patreon only content, drop your shorts. Mm -hmm. We had a lovely speech on there about our, our dream wrestling scenarios. That was fun. Um, I, I really like that. I would like to hear more of that on faces and feels by the way. Mm -hmm. uh, so if you want to hear where I would, um, 
where I would put my favorite wrestling or my dream wrestling match. And you want to hear where Rafe would put his, which is awesome. A really weird choice, but I loved it. <laughs> you go to patreon.com slash count pod. You can find count pod and, uh, or it's patreon.com slash count Sorry. Mm-hmm. Not count pod. And our last uh, episode of drop your shorts is up at a discount at the moment. So if you want to hear all about my wrestling adventures in Japan, uh, we did a big episode, uh, a fortnight ago when I got back where I talked about all the other promotions I saw, Big Japan, Freedoms, DDT, uh, things like that, and just my general travels. So, yeah, thanks for checking in. Check out Drop Your Shorts, support Okada Shorts, support Throwing Dice Pod with Curtis, support Faces and Feels, mm-hmm. rate and subscribe, listen or die. Peace out. Keep it right, keep it tight. Keep it what? Shorts. Radio is the only show hosted by Ryan Knight and Scotty Edwards that talks about the entire world of professional wrestling. With new episodes coming out every Sunday, there is absolutely no reason to not listen to real, honest wrestling opinions from two crazy maniacs. Have a hot boy summer and listen along to Ring Post Radio every Sunday on the Countout Network. This has been a Countout Podcast.